The town guard were already on the scene at the Dawnflower Library, investigating the fire. Gerald filled in the heroes, explaining that he thinks it may have been a distraction from the real crime. Carmen Rajani is missing and has likely stolen the cooperative blade from his display case. As if burning books is not a real crime. Despicable. Vandy Banderdash informed the heroes that Shad's body had also gone missing in the last few days. And so they head to speak with Yasmara. After a tense encounter and conversation, she gives the heroes a lead on where they may find Rajani. Tulak spoke with Morlevent, who happened to hold the thresholds of truth as one of his most prized possessions. Reluctantly, but understanding the vast importance, he lends the book to Tulak for his quest. Lady Gilda and Krukka spoke with Mayor Menhemes, who, like Morlevent, reluctantly parted with his ancestor's icon, the Hunter's Brooch. After briefly being introduced to Osef's eldest daughter, Doriana, the heroes rested and set out to find Rajani. And find him they did, holed up in an old smuggler's cave, ranting and raving about the sword. I don't have any intro banter. Do you guys? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's actually my intro banter. <laughs> but your general oh. lack of preparedness going into these things. Meta. <laughs> Let's talk. Oh, wait. Right, you know what? I got something. I got something. Has anyone ever been in Cubs or Scouts uh, with the where the motto is be prepared? <laughs> Would it surprise you to learn that not only was I in Scouts, I earned all of the badges, including not, the Chief Scout? Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> Would it surprise you to learn that I was in Cubs and did not last very long because I hated it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but was anyone in Beavers before Cubs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beavers, I was Cubs, in Scouts. And then it goes, what, like Eagle Eagle Scouts or something like that? I don't even know. <laughs> it's Beavers, Cubs, Scouts, and Ventures. Oh, is Ventures it Rovers okay. one? Rovers is after Ventures. Uh, but at that point, you should just get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I skipped out on Ventures to go to Air Cadets because there wasn't enough structure in, in, in our Ventures group. There was like three people, and they just played board games. So 
I'd rather march and do drill and play in the band. I'm, I'm going to go do that instead. I, I remember earning my sewing badge simply because I put a button on a piece of cloth. <laughs> you could earn it by sewing other badges onto your sash. <laughs> right? Oh, they were, I mean, I, I feel like I understand what they were trying to accomplish, but man, I got so little out of that. So, so little. <laughs> then you had bad leaders. There was, there was a oh. lot to get out of that, man. No, I did. I definitely did. They were, they were lazy. Yeah. <laughs> they were very lazy. Yeah. Like it was a way, it was a reason to get the kids out of the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cooking. I, like, like I got so much out of it. I feel like Freeman's a big inside guy though. Uh, yeah, I'm not very crafty. Uh, I'm not incapable. I'm just not that interested. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just not very crafty. I've not really tried many hands on uh, things, <laughs> as it were. And I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Push comes to shove. I'm, I'm sure I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad but, there uh, wasn't a son of a bitch badge. You'd have <laughs> several. <laughs> Oh, that burn. was good. <laughs> Burning down the burn. I mean, this might be the earliest segue ever, but speaking of a son of a bitch, <laughs> Carmen Rashani. Hey. I was just thinking about that, but I wanted to see if you had anything else to go on the, 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 the beavers and cubs thing. Oh no, this is this is weak. This is weak sauce. Uh, the only thing I, I the only thing more I have to go on is is extremely controversial history that uh, makes me frown upon the institution. As it were, at least on an international official level. Cut the mic. Uh, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to go down that road, so we're not going to do it. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about what just happened. Because honestly, I, I have no problem jumping into the episode real quick here. Because you had an easy time getting the other two icons, or all the first three icons, really. But this one has come to a bit of a head, and and you just walked into a a cave. That's usually used by smugglers. You got a map from from Yin Yasmara, who is, uh, you know, the definition of an unsavory type of Otari. And you have found Carmen Rajani in here ranting and seemingly desperate. Uh, and let me just like, I don't I don't think I just quite described the, the, the room you're in. I, I mean, I did a little bit. There are rotted crates, forgotten clothes, like debris all over this cave. You know, it's clearly barely been cleaned. There's there's uh you know a smoldering fire and some candles lit and it's like it's dank and it's and it's a hideout essentially and carmen is just like furiously desperate went on a big rant about the sword and menjimez and how the sword belongs to him everything's unfair and he just seems like feral almost and he just keeps saying that the sword belongs to him and, and the Rajani family deserves their chance, but the sword belongs to him. And I this mean, is great. We can squash the coup and get the icon at the exact same time. <laughs> I mean, so you're in this cave. It's like there's dripping water. There's a mineral tang to the air. You know, it's like it's just like moldy and old and dank and 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 strange. And uh, well, we know where Tulak stands. <laughs> But I'm quite curious of where Gilda stands because it wasn't terribly long ago that she encouraged Carmen Rajani to make a move. Yeah, she definitely didn't help. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to clarify that that was Scott who wanted to kill him, not Tulak. <laughs> 
Oh, it's not. Sorry, oh, it's not James, too long. Okay, I'm sorry. It's the fact that you don't have a different character voice that always confuses me. Shots fired. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Get it from all angles tonight. Yep. April twenty fourth, but... the Let's God Have It Day. <laughs> it's a week after my birthday. <laughs> On the it's one year anniversary mine. of our podcast. Happy belated and happy Fuck pre-birthday. You. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, I mean, what do you do? He's standing there. I- I'll show you a quick picture of what he looks like in this very uh, erratic and defensive posture. Sword on, hammers all around his belt. He's ready for you. I mean, he's yoked. He's what? Yoked? Y- yoked? He's beefy. Oh, he's sure. Big boy. Jacked. It's an outdoorsy thing. So Jack's like yoked and yoked whatever over my head. <laughs> that guy's hammers. He's never blacksmithed a day in his life. My God. <laughs> <laughs> no one said they were blacksmithing hammers. <laughs> they are just hammers. <laughs> the general purpose mall. What do you guys do? What's the deal? Tulak looks to Lady Gilda. I can't remember what he said. So I'm just I'm trying to read my notes to give myself a quick refresher here. Oh, I mean, I, I I can give you a, a rundown here. I have it written down here. Yeah. It's basically like, you know, it's mine. I tell you, how can I possibly steal something that belongs to me? I tried to buy it, but Menhemus didn't let me. Like, I upped the amount to like a, quite a large amount, 50, 100 gold coins, um, 200 even, like, but was always turned down. Uh, you do know most recently that Menhemus like insisted that even the the brooch uh, of a, of a seven Menhemus was like, belong to the town not even himself you know say what you will about that maybe maybe he's you know not being as transparent but yeah vol Vol was very angry about not being able to have his chance and have his heirloom and and uh insists it's you know it's his essentially can i roll a sense motive yeah totally um it's a secret check he seems to believe everything he says he certainly seems to believe that he's been treated unfairly uh, Gilda will take a five-foot step towards him. Carmen, we understand that you think you've been trod upon, and maybe you have. We certainly can't say to the contrary, and I don't mean to negate your feelings. But right now, the town that you love, with with all of that passion, all that energy, things are going badly. And the truth of it is... We need your sword, and it is your sword, and it will be returned to you when everything is set right. Menhemus has given up his brooch. Morlebint's given up his book. The last piece of the puzzle is that sword of Otari. The sword is mine. That's not going to anyone but me. You can take it out of me cold, dead hands. I don't care what you need it for. I don't care. I want you to let me leave with me sword. And that is that. You're not really doing the name of that blade very much justice there, Carmen. But if you won't leave, come with us. Come to the gauntlet. Put that sword to some real use. Put it to its original use and honor its name. That's fucking rich, isn't it? The cooperative blade. I've never been cooperated with. Never. 
Manhemus has always kept me at arm's length, using my own sword as bait. I don't buy it. I don't buy your story, your request, or your your offering hand. I don't buy it. Tulak is looking back and forth very quickly between him and Lady Gilda, and um, he's starting to get a little nervous. And he looks at Lady Gilda to see if she's has an inkling of what she's about to do. Uh, you see her tighten her grip on her shield. She knows what's at stake here, and if he's lost his mind a little bit, that's unfortunate, but good thing for her, she does non-lethal strikes. <laughs> so Tulok, seeing this, just starts to kind of edge around the southern part of the room and um, just kind of walking between the stalagmites? stalagmites. G for ground, C for ceiling. <laughs> yeah, or they hold tight uh, to the ceiling. For all for all your for all your stalactite might tell it stalactite needs, uh, go listen to Encounter with This. How <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Uncharted North. What, what what episode was that, Friedman? That was the Piercers and Ropers there, episode. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> uh, been down that road. Um, what's Krucka doing right now? What's what's his deal? Uh, Kruka has no idea who this guy... Well, he knows who he is, but he wasn't present for uh, the drama-iest of the drama here. Right. So he's kind of deferring to uh, to Lady Gilda on, on dealing with this guy, but sensing a fight, uh, he would also have his grip on his axe and probably move forward about 10 feet, saying, Now listen, friend, we... We come with the best of intentions, and we want no trouble from you. And this is probably pra- probably practically in tandem in, you know, with Lady Gilda stepping forward, you step forward, you know, two locks, like, taking the back end a bit, and you can see him shift, like, he's, he takes a step back himself, and he's in full defensive posture. And just for the listeners, we've come into the cave from kind of a southwestern area and he's kind of in the northeast and as far as we can see he's boxed in but we can't see the whole upper area of the room yet right yeah he looks very boxed in and he's he's acting like a like a cornered animal in a way um that at least you can get out of your sense motive for sure and uh he's like how dare you call me friend trying to talk me down you live in the outskirts, pointing at Krukka, pointing at Lady Gilda, and you're not even part of the town. You're new here. I don't care how how self-righteous your paladinic ways might be. Your cellular tenets and your high and your mighty horse beliefs are. You don't understand. Come at me, if you will, but you'll fucking regret it. Carmen, I am from this town. Maybe not as long as you and your family, but I've been here for many years. And you would rather watch everyone you know die than give up the sword for a short amount of time? You're pathetic. And he starts to move forward. Right. And you've been in the town for how long? Actually, it doesn't matter. For all the times I ran for mayor, where did you cast your vote, supposed citizen of Otari? You're all against me. And all I want to do is be rid of the laureate. I want to go. I want to be gone. And I want to leave Otari behind. I just want my 
fucking family sword. Is that so much to ask? Here, now, in this moment, Carmen? Yes, it is. And we can't let you leave with the blade, whether it's on your feet or on your back. You're giving us that sword. Well, then, I've got one less thing to say. The sword is mine and mine alone, rightfully mine. And you'll never take me alive. Roll for initiative. Watch. Jeepers. <laughs> what a fucking political platform. <laughs> Tulak's been uh, quite the feisty bitch lately, though. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes, he has. Carver <laughs> mm. Johnny, long sword in one hand, other hand hit dangling over his hammers uh, at his waist. Like a like a duel at high noon, <laughs> ready to go. Uh, let's get some initiative, Lady Gilda. What do you got? I got a sixteen. Okay, two lock, twenty six, baby. Ooh, he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> uh, Krukka, fifteen. Oh, not so ready. <laughs> no, he didn't want this fight. <laughs> Combat begins. Top of the round. Carmen Rajani. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, for and- the listeners, Tulak had moved within 30 feet of Carmen as he was going to cast a spell. But with his 25 not or 26 not being good enough, he's in a <laughs> precarious situation. A bit now. of a pickle because Carmen you say within 30 feet, you're within 20 feet, actually. And Carmen beelines it towards you. Swinging his sword uh, with his uh, wonderful ability, surprise attacker, in which any combatant has not gone yet is flat-footed to his attacks. Uh, so he Chill. is going to swing that long sword at you with all the gusto. Thirty-one against your flat-footed AC. Ooh, that is a critical. Oh, he is—he is out for blood. Uh oh my god you take 42 points of slashing <coughs> damage Jesus Okay There's a reason you don't um, move forward <laughs> You're the caster I, I didn't even um, notice you were oh. sque- you were squeezing up like that I thought the game was paused Oh no he like marched right up while he was talking I, he didn't I even said it, it. I, was I said it I know you said <laughs> it okay. I said But it. I said I was going to take a 5 foot step and the game was paused yeah. so I assumed it was like um, a flavor step yeah. Uh, also, uh, sorry, sorry to say, but you also take eight precision damage from his sneak attack as you're flat-footed. Wait, actually, let me double-check that. I mean, he's flat-footed. Is there yeah, uh, massive damage it's... rules? In this? <laughs> there are not. <laughs> you're lucky there. Nope, scrap that. I'm wrong because uh, sneak attack only counts for, uh, sorry, agile or finesse weapons. A longsword is neither. So you take just the, just your forty-two damage. Yeah. And there are massive um, damage rules. Are there? Yeah, you instantly die if you take equal to or greater than double your max hit points in a single blow. Oh, okay. So, you're fine. Maybe. Um, but he comes at you with a second swing. 29 to hit. Flat-footed AC. Uh, yeah. Uh, 16 more damage. Slash, slash. Absolutely furious and feral. Two locks unconscious and dying. Yeah, that's so oh, good. Seriously? Uh, I have 53 hit points, buddy. Oh, my God. I did not. 
I did not see that. Holy fuck. Okay. Uh, Tulak, unconscious and dying. Thanks to a wonderful new uh, module I have, you're automatically changed in the initiative order to the top of the round. Nice. Lady Gilda. Uh, first action is going to be to put that shield up. Well, I feel like you're going to fucking barf. You want to know what's better is I can't get to you, bud. I mean, I can get to you, but like, it's just dangerous on one after the other. Mm. Okay. Uh, she'll stride 20 feet, which is her full complement. Okay. And then uh, she will lay hands on Tulak. There's nothing else I can do. Raise shield, move, lay on hands. Cool. Yeah. So that is 18 back to Tulak. Okay. 18 HP back. Conscious again. Wounded one. And you are prone still. Yes. Krukka, what do you got? So Krukka, seeing Tulak go down, will fly into a rage. Uh, he will take a stride to the northwest of uh, Parmigiano. <laughs> take a swing with the axe. Yeah, okay. Uh, he will say kind of sagely, not sagely like sage, but sagely like wise, the cemetery is full of people that are right, and take a swing, 21 to hit. Oh my god. Uh, sorry, how much to hit? 21. I was hoping if I, uh, if I made you laugh enough, I'd cover up how bad that uh, roll was. No, I'm afraid 21's a miss. Okay. Uh, that's a turn, then. Okay. Two luck. <laughs> it's your turn. You're up. You're, or you're, you're, no, you're down, but you're unconscious. You're conscious and, uh, hurt. What do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Because I'm big time worried about an attack of opportunity here. Yep. And crawling <laughs> even five foot crawl provokes, correct? Yes, yes it does. Only a step can, can work. Okay. Uh, two lock. His eyes pop open from this quick healing from Lady Gilda and he's just on the ground, has just been fucking cleaved by this guy. Yep. He gestures his hands up and utters some words and goes invisible casting invisibility on himself and let's see okay. what happens here <laughs> alright goes invisible uh, sorry did you get up or no? no no okay you are invisible and prone and will then roll five feet to the west Playing defensive, uh, casting doesn't provoke anymore, right? It only it def- always depends on what the reaction the particular creature or NPC would have. Right? Jesus Christ! So, How did I forget that? Uh, so yeah, uh, big time. It's a good perfect. question though, so because worried. because uh, I think interact actions would would provoke for like a classic attack of opportunity, and if you use material components, that is considered part partially an interact action. Uh, in particularly in Tulak's case, uh, he does not use material components. Instead, he's able to replace them as somatic components because he's a sorcerer. Right. So there's your long, boring speech about it, but that's basically it as, as far as I know. So even if it were the case, 
he has the exception to the rule himself. Got it. If he was a wizard, he'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, assuming, assuming Rajani has a talk, attack of opportunity. Um, <laughs> uh, in any case, what Rajani is going to do, because it's his turn, is he's going to step back five feet and is going to suddenly, with one hand, just toss a hammer with exceptional speed at Lady Gilda. Just like out of his out of his uh, belt loop and just at her face. I need you to roll me a perception check. Oh, that's new. Yep. <laughs> uh, Twenty-seven. Okay, you are not flat-footed Ooh, nice. to this attack. Goddamn right. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> However, it's still a thirty-six to hit. That's oh. even with my shield up is a crit, so I am hundred percent <laughs> blocking that. Okay. <laughs> Jesus He's Christ. Fucking quick. Uh, he comes at you with 18 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so 10 and 10. And uh, then he uh, is going to stride away to the back of the room. Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Because I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to. Your, your friend there on the ground crawling away like a coward. Like the Lauria and Otari cowards. Lady Gilda. Uh, first action, she's going to uh, clap her wrists together and activate the bracers of dashing. Get him. Get him, Gilda. <laughs> she still can't reach him. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited right now. Um, uh, second oh no. action will be to raise that shield. Third action... She's going to draw the whip. Oh, okay. Intriguing. <laughs> Did not see that It's coming. the only right. non-lethal weapon she the... has with any sort of range. <laughs> Amazing. Krukka, what do you got, you lethal bastard? <laughs> uh, yeah, Krukka does not like him running away so quickly, so he is going to use a sudden charge. Take two actions to uh, go 30 feet to the south and take a swing with the axe. <laughs> Amazing. That is a nat 20. Nice. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. 34, right. baby. <laughs> uh, yep, that's a crit. Uh, what do you got? And by the way, that's a that's a, a, a the most inline crit possible with the degrees of success uh, the system. Um, well, uh, we're hitting on pretty equal strokes here. Forty four damage, uh, thirty six slashing, eight fire. Nice, bud. Nice. <laughs> Holy fuck. Don't you have critical specialization? Do you have that? Normally, at this level? that unlocks at level six. Okay. I'm not yeah, not saying that's your fault that I don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might. I, 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 I don't know. That's pretty sure. I don't believe I do. scared there. Do you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just saw pop up in the chat and I got worried. No, it looks like you get weapon specialization at level 7. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still, 44 damage is outrageous. <laughs> that's You fucking slam him. He just like bounces off the cave wall. Uh, that's that's massive. Uh, you've sudden charged and struck. You have one more action. Oh, yeah, God. so he's gonna keep swinging. Uh, kind of chuffed on that one. <laughs> oh my God. 
Uh, second swing, he uh, he wore himself out with a 17. <laughs> okay. He like bounces off the wall too hard. You go for the second swing. It's just not <sighs> quite in the the range <sighs> you expected. Uh, two lock. What do you got? All right. Um, on the ground. <laughs> yes, I sure am. And from the ground, two lock touches his own chest with the healer's gloves and will activate that. Okay. Healing himself for 13 hit points. Nice. Then turns to, let's see who's up. Lady Gilda will be up next and cast haste on her. Haste on her. Oh, thank oh, you. Nice. Now I can finally move oh, around yeah. the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, that 20 speed isn't helping you. And that's his turn. Still prone on the ground. Still invisible. <laughs> what a guy. Um, all right. Carmen is going to lash out with his long sword at Krukka. Yep. 33 to hit. That's a crit. Holy oh, fuck, man. Damn. Uh, 34 yep. points of slashing damage. Okay. And then he takes a step back. It tosses a hammer. Roll me your perception check. Okay. As a uh, reaction, he'd like to use no escape and follow him. Nice. Uh, Shit. What's uh? Okay. I'm gonna just double check the rules on that. No escape. Uh, Okay. I mean, it's actually fine. You keep up with him, but it doesn't stop him from throwing the hammer. Um, technically. So, roll me a perception check. What about his deny advantage? Uh, does does Krakka have deny advantage? I don't know. How would I find out? It'd be in your. <laughs> it would be in your feet section. It's a barbarian. Yeah, class it's, it's not. Thing. Oh yeah. Oh, I do have deny advantage. Okay. You do. Okay. So that means you. Wait. What, what does that mean exactly? It means you can't be flat-footed. Kinda. Yeah. It's. Um, it would be worth throwing in the chat to double check. It's like you can't be flanked uh, by creatures lower level and stuff like that. Okay, so you can't be you can't be flat-footed against hidden, detected, undetected, or flanking creatures. Okay. Th- no, it's not a flick. Okay. Actually. Cool. I just wanted to yeah. double check. Okay. Any any advantage yeah. I can give? No, them. that's a. That's a very important ability yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't apply here it's like he's like stepped away you're on him but he's still throwing the hammer you don't see it coming or you maybe don't see it coming roll me a perception 24 ah you see it coming 17 hit yeah it's gonna miss you knock it away with your big old orc axe you call that and... throwing a hammer <laughs> <laughs> lady gilda it's your turn uh... Gilda, like Colm Fjord in the Chronicles of Riddick, just like vanishes and appears 30 feet from uh, closer. <laughs> you like that cut? Deep cut. I don't, I genuinely don't know who you mentioned. I have no idea what that character is, but I'm not even remotely surprised you referenced. Oh, I love those movies. Colm uh, Fjord is, is like a Canadian actor. He's pretty well known. Um, he, his, he was in Good Cop, Bone Cop. Um, <laughs> he he does he voices uh, this this series called uh, Museum Secrets, but in Chronicles of Riddick, if anything, he plays, I'm surprised. Uh, he plays the great old one, <laughs> like the one the one who's in charge of everything. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. If, if anything, I'm just surprised that this might be the first Riddick reference that, on this show. It, like, it I, could be. I, yeah. It could write it write it in listeners. But if... <laughs> but I'm not surprised. Uh... <laughs> uh, she's going to attack with the whip. And that is a 26 to hit. 
And for the listeners, he's run up. And this is a reach weapon, so yeah. 10 feet away. Uh, 26 hits. Nice. That is seven points of slashing damage. Okay. Realizing how bad of a weapon this is for this, she's going to drop the whip. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to use her third action to stride in and box Carmen in. Mm-hmm. And with her final action, she's going to strike with a map minus four. That is a 23 to hit. That's a miss. Deflex. Okay. We've, we've narrowed down his AC to somewhere between 23 and 26. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't 23. <laughs> right. Because that's what you rolled. Uh, <laughs> Fraka, you're up. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Yeah, I think <laughs> we know what's going to happen powerhouse. here. <laughs> Whacking with the hacks. Remember, Crooker, we want him alive. <laughs> we? Crooker's in a rage. He doesn't know. <laughs> uh, 29 to hit. I think we have established that does. That does hit, yes. 19 damage, uh, 15 slashing, and 4 fire. Oh, my God. Yep. They all hit. Second action, attack with a map minus 5. Ooh, Jesus. 13 to hit. He's real spotty nope. with these. Uh, and then... <laughs> Third action, he is going to take five uh, a step five feet south. Okay, he's backing up. Two lock. What do you got? Hmm. First action will be to stand up. Okay. Is summoning Second, considered a hostile casting? Very debatable. Is that what you want to do? <laughs> no. Are we crossing that bridge? No. Okay. No, we're not. We're not getting there. We're not quite there. Consider that later. Then <laughs> he will walk forward and north. Okay. And then we'll cast guidance on Gilda. Okay. Thanks, bud. All uh, right. Uh, it's Carmen's turn again. This this went. This is going longer than I expected. Um, <laughs> it's hard. I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be so effective. Um, well, you're rolling nineteens cool, and twenties. Cool stat block, but like, yeah, I really am. <laughs> uh, and he's shit. fucking yoked. <laughs> yeah, he's got the proportions of an anime character, so he doesn't look absolutely like it, but he absolutely yoked. is. <laughs> uh, Okay, so I think what he's going to do is he is going to... I'm going to do something I don't usually do. Be chill? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lady Gilda, what's your reflex DC? Uh, 18. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Why? Because he sweeps a foot on you and knocks you prone wait. with oh, a trip. Wait. Um, but I'll, he also rolled a natural 20 on this. Oh, okay. So, so she falls and takes yeah. the, what is it, 1d6 damage? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, you take one bludgeoning damage, get real lucky there, and you are prone. He then tosses a hammer at Krukka. I need another perception check, please. Yeah, Dick. I would like to use my reaction Yes. to retributive strike. Uh, you gotta wait for damage first. Okay. <laughs> uh, fourteen on the. Okay, that's a that's a big old fail. Um, you will be flat-footed to this um attack. Uh, that's a thirty-one against your flat-footed AC. 
That's a crit. Uh, you take 16 bludgeoning damage. Minus seven. Now you can use, yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You need a strike prone. Yeah, is there a, is there is there a minus is striking prone? for a striking prone? The old ankle biter. Damn, we haven't come across this uh, much. Minus two to attack rolls. There you go, that's it. That is a natural one for a 13 to hit. <laughs> oh God, you were saying that like a natural 20. <laughs> you just flail around. Yeah, she's struggling. And uh, honestly, what happens, because what happens next is like you go to swing and he literally just leaps over you and just guns it towards Tulak. I'm invisible. Uh, as his la Oh, yeah. shit, you're invisible. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what. He guns it. He guns it towards the exit. How about that? Uh, <laughs> and it is Lady Gilda's turn. Uh, first action, she is going to stand. Second action will be a stride 25 feet, so she's in front of him. You have to pass her his space there, so you have to roll an acrobatics check if you want to do that. Uh, I can actually move 30 feet with the bracelets of dashing. Okay, so. okay. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah you're good. that's why I wasn't really... Anyway, yep. third action, she's going to just try and give him a little gut punch here. Maybe it's a glass cannon. <laughs> Uh, that's a quick mm -hmm. kip up and peel. Like that's really <laughs> impressive. Well, like, she's got haste and the bracelets of dashing on. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not easy she's for her. Magically charged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a nineteen to hit, which we know is a miss. I am all out yep. of hero points, so she is going to attempt to grapple. I think. Okay. Uh, that is an athletics check with the minus four against your fortitude DC. Fortitude go. Uh, that is a 26. That is a success. Okay. You are grabbed until you escape or whatever. Until I move or whatever. Okay. Grabbed. Gotcha. Carmen, your just turn. drop the sword. Krucka. Well, Gilda might be an accomplice in a murder right now. Uh, Kruk is gonna stride <laughs> to the northeast of uh, this hapless grabbed individual and smack away with the axe. Ugh, 20 to hit. Nope. 21 to hit. Nope. Ugh, that's frustrating. Oh, yep. <laughs> now is your chance. <laughs> uh, Matt, not, minus... even, not even flat footed does that hit. Um, Tulak. Tulak from the shadows, basically, because he is invisible, says, if you keep this up, you will be the last of your line, and that sword will pass from all knowledge and remembrance. We will take it and bury it in the gauntlet. That's not Leave it true, down now Carmen. or die. Don't listen to him. We're on your side. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to intimidate. <laughs> okay. Gilda's trying to counteract your intimidate. <laughs> okay, roll an anti-aid check. <laughs> Diplomacy. Son Got of it. a biscuit. That's a two on the die for uh, 15, but I'm going to re-roll that with a hero point. Hero pointing. He's hero pointing it. Okay. Yeah, dude. 31. Uh, okay. So you're you're trying to demoralize here, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, that is a uh, critical success. Nice. Perfect. So you're frightened too. 
Unless the anti-aid check affected that. I did roll a roll? 24. <laughs> oh, that brings it down by minus one. No. It's still a, it's, it's still a critical success. <laughs> Gen- genuinely. <laughs> and um, then reappearing as two lock cast blindness. Ooh, okay. Um, so that is a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, 25. It's okay. He knows where to find me. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Okay. That's a s- success. success? Oh, okay. You are um, blinded until your next turn. Oh, I am blinded though. Shit. Okay. But your next turn is right now. Uh, this is true. Is it so until his next turn or until the end on. of his next turn? Next turn begins. Y'all. Yes. Uh, not- he basically had a long blink. It could be helpful, but it's not crazy. I mean, it is a success. So, okay. Rajani is just infuriated by all of this rhetoric. Well, he considers it rhetoric. That's for sure. Um, Is going to attempt to break free from Lady Gilda. (laughs) And I am rolling insane. 32 to break free. What is that against? Escape check. Um, I think it's... Ooh, let's double check. Athletics uh, DC. I guess your athletics DC. Uh, yeah. yeah, my athletics DC is only a 23. Okay. Uh, nearly a critical success. I don't know if it matters, but no, uh, yeah, manages to break free from the grab and is like, he's furious, but he is like, honestly, you've you've rocked him a bit, uh, Tulak, because like, that's what he doesn't want. It's exactly what he doesn't want. So he is going to start lining it out of here. That's going to be a no escape after him. Uh, I think I can go um, up to 25 feet to follow. Oh, you're going to use your reaction? Okay. Yeah, you can go up to your full movement. Okay. Um, so and he uh, he, ru- he spends his next action running, and then he turns around and he tosses his last hammer at your Krukka. Uh, roll me your perception check as he whiffs around and throws it. Son of a deadly. 13. That's a failure. You are uh, flat-footed to this attack. 27. Okay, just a normal success. Okay. You take eight bludgeoning damage. Lady Gilda, you're up. She's going to use her first action to stride. Her second action to punch. That is a natural 20 for a 34 to hit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Just in time. You clock him. For how much? Uh, it is 18 points of bludgeoning and 10 points oh. of good. You clock him and he just crumples down to one knee and is like, All right. All right. I give mercy. Third action. She strikes with a map minus four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is an 18 oh, to beautiful. hit. It's a miss. He just like like lunges out of the way. And he's like, I give. I give. Drop. You give the sword. And he's, he's he, he pauses. He's still. Fourth action. Sword, she strikes. Like, he, he, he's like behind and he's got <laughs> oh. the, the, the sword behind him. He's like. 
and he won't he's not gonna do it yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna Fourth do it. action she punches again and he manages to dodge oh yeah he's like no nah. i said i give if you won't give then i i won't either. just drop the sword carmen Kraka, it's your turn uh, Kraka would. <laughs> Wild like, card, I stopped, bitches. I stopped the battle music too early. <laughs> Her plan was just to knock okay. this guy the fuck out. He wasn't cooperating, so she cannot trust him to cooperate. <laughs> okay, uh, Kraka will. strides uh, behind. Carmen and seeing him dead on the ground and just coming up behind him, uh, he'd like to attempt an unarmed strike to not kill him. You can also hit non-lethally okay. with your axe. Oh, just yeah, like, like a minus two to your pommel, minus two to the attack. Yeah, the flat of the blade. Okay, he'll he'll just get him with the hilt in the back of the head. Okay, a nineteen to hit doesn't do it. Miss. He's like, fuck off, will you? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? I gave already. <laughs> he's going to try again. Because <laughs> he's just frustrated by it. <laughs> oh, God, a 13 to hit. <laughs> oh, God, it's turning into a cartoon. <laughs> really cool moment, and now it's fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> I thought it was going to be easier than this. Just keep your head still. Oh my god, <laughs> Keep your head still. It's your turn. Oh boy. <laughs> you're still invisible. No, I'm visible. Oh, you're visible. Blindness. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, blindness, right. <laughs> Tulak will stride forward to a safe distance behind Lady Gilda. He's not put himself... Uh, Right into harm's way again. Smart. Yeah. And he says, Carmen, we should speak about this, please. We need no more violence here. You just don't understand what is at stake. I am sorry for provoking you. I am sorry that it came to this. But you don't understand. Everyone will die. If we don't get that sword, not just you, not just Otari, Absalom, and possibly all of Galarian. We need that. Without that, our quest is over. Belcora has won, and untold thousands will die. Please put it down. As Gilda said, you may have it back, but we just need it now. Please, I implore you, put it down. And I guess I want to make a roll. <laughs> I was really just talking, but uh, I mean, I'll try to like make an impression. Yeah, I mean, roll me some diplomacy. Yeah. Can you do make an impression in combat? Um, I mean, it's a downtime. It's an exploration thing, you know. Okay. This is too good to not play fast and loose with. Also, um, I rolled a natural 20 for a 31. Let's nice. go. 
he's got the sword in his hand and he like pulls it up and he sort of just like lightly cinches it into the ground and he stands up straight despite being flanked by aggressors and it's just like the sword is mine and if you want to sit one of the logs by the fire there we can talk but it's mine I'll hear you out maybe I can help but this blade goes with me no matter what Tulok walks up cast vampiric touch and kills him <laughs> no I'm oh, kidding shit. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated no. <laughs> I was about to change your alignment <laughs> uh, no 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 I don't do that I'm just joking I but was I'm ready I was like fucking whoa frustrating <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, so. Yes, we will speak with you because obviously violence has got us nowhere in this conversation. But you have to understand that time is of the essence. So please, whatever you have to say, say it quick. And pulling the sword out of the ground again real quick, he just walks away like Gilda and Kruka aren't about to knock his ass down and he just confidently walks back over to the fire pit and sits himself down on one of the logs and lays the sword across his own lap and just waits uh Tulok follows him and would like to pull out the flask of fellowship from his bag. Oh, oh yes. Well played. <laughs> now is the time. Gilda following two locks lead at this point because whatever the fuck she's been doing hasn't been working. She can't get him to relinquish this blade. And I don't know what it is about today and now, but she's feeling this time crunch right now. And, and it doesn't feel good to have to be fucking sword blocked by this person she just she really wanted to help like she legitimately wants to help this guy and she wanted him to run and and to vote for him like that's what a fair election is that's part of the uh the the andoran common rule is this this concept that we're all equals and he just doesn't seem to get it, so she begrudgingly follows Tulak because she can't seem to hit this lithe bastard. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, right. Kruka is going to wait for them to sit down and then kind of, like, just sit himself on the other side of Karen. Tulak, you got your flask out. Uh, I, I mean, I assume you're looking a little worse for wear. Carmen's looking brutal. <laughs> You got a bit of healing, but he's he's looking scuffed, to say the least. So, Tulok pulls this bottle out. It comes with four simple metal cups, and he just pours some liquid into each one and passes them out. And says, I have no way to heal your wounds, and I'm sorry that we caused them, but perhaps this may heal your soul. Um... This is more just flavor than anything because essentially 
the flask of fellowship only helps when making uh, a make an impression check. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? We're just having fun. So yeah. that's I mean, just what's happening know, you in might the still moment. Need to make a further impression. Like yes, making an impression is all about attitude, right? An attitude could be hostile to unfriendly to friendly to helpful. Mm. So he he's been hostile. Now he's maybe unfriendly. <laughs> you know. This could still help. Yeah, Gilda will toss okay. him her last healing potion. It's a, it's a lesser. Okay. Drink up, Carmen. This could be a while. And uh, she'll hand uh, the compass to Tulak when she does so. Oh. He, he pretty deftly catches it. How much is he healing for? 15 points. Oof. All right. The only one I got. He drinks it back. Perhaps that would be an aid towards another diplomacy check. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, I will go ahead and ra- roll that now then just to see not so good this time so that's just going to be a 16 he drinks the healing potion first and some of his, his wounds like you know magically mend and he holds the the cup of liquor in his hand it's whatever he wants it yet. to be in the moment oh right so, fair enough Wine, um, spirits, hot ginger tea, or ice okay. cold water. So he holds, yeah, he just holds whatever. It comes from a flask, so he assumes it's liquor. Yeah. I guess. You can actually uh, smell the alcohol uh, but, coming off Gilda's. Like it smells yeah. like, like it's seventy percent <laughs> bourbon. Like it, it smells yeah. hot. <laughs> and uh, he's like, kind of staring at it. Again, hand on sword across his lap. He just says, "Right, speak your piece." We managed to track down the spirit of Otari. Not the town, but the man the town is named after. He is not alive, but on this plane in the Gauntlet Keep. He instructed us to find these tokens, these icons, these items of your ancestor, of Menhemes. Menhem, oh god, Menhem <laughs> the mayor's, <laughs> <laughs> the mayor's ancestor. We need these to dive deeper into the dungeon below Gauntlet Keep, fourth floor, below the ground. Now, without your sword, fifth floor beneath the ground. <laughs> But without your sword, we cannot do this. We are literally stuck and can move no further as far as we know now. That is why we so desperately need this. Because without this item, we cannot progress and we cannot stop the inevitable horrors that will come from the gauntlet. And he takes a long pull from his glass. The last week was just a test, Carmen, when they brought those creatures up from the graveyard. They can do more, and they're targeting Absalom. And she pulls down her um, her, her leather collar to show the Menhemez brooch. Menhemez is playing along. We've also got Otari Steez tools and the spell book of Zamarvadian. Zamarv. Zem. Zarmav. Zar. Zar. <laughs> we, we've got the threshold of knowledge. <laughs> Lady Gilda's a little bit of games. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier to roleplay um, that she can't say it either. 
<laughs> Perhaps, Carmen, we can come to an understanding. Perhaps if you let us use the sword, we will speak with Menhemes. Am I even saying it right now? I'm just second-guessing myself. Yeah, Menhemes. Okay. That's how I say it anyway, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we will speak with him, and perhaps he will allow you to keep the sword. No, Carmen. I promise you, you will keep the sword. We'll make sure of it. Through this, uh, Carmen, like, he, re- he reacts with obvious suspicion and skepticism when you mention you've met Otari, but not alive, but a ghost. Um, and especially when you show him the brooch, he's taken aback. Did not expect that to be on your person. And he recognizes it right away. And then the book as well. He's less surprised, but it, they can't not be connected. You can just see it on his face. And he's like eyes flicking. And you can see his posture changing. And he sort of just takes a big breath in and a sigh shaking his head you really you really did find levels below truly we show him the architectural drawings that we got from uh the vol vols vol volstis Volk. not volstis volstis desk volstis Whoops. Who the fuck is uh, Volstice? Why do I know that name? That's that's the big bad guy Storm from the uh, Giant Slayer. In oh, okay. That explains why it's that's so deeply rooted in my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. Um, also, I think it was Belcora's uh, private little hideaway room that we found that in. No. I don't, well, maybe. Uh, it, it's no, called it Volk's Papers. It it's, it's in my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we show them the blueprints. My bad. Yeah, they're, they're in my... We found the blueprints of like, the previous... Yeah. Um, and he like you show him that and he, he looks over them and he's just like he's a- amazed he's a blacksmith like he understands a blueprint like this to, to some degree for sure um, he's a craftsman you know he lays it over the sword across his lap never not touching the sword he says that's well it's impressive isn't it terrifying I thought I, well, I hit my wit's end and left me, me love for this town behind. The last straw. He, he actually looks at all of you now. He tried to play to my, my sympathy, my empathy for the town. And it didn't work. There's... Yeah, there's a small part of me. Oh, hell, there's a big part of me. Cares. Of course you care, Carmen. We know you care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be trying to change things the way you are. That's why we appealed to that part of you. You love this town. And you love this place. And right now, its fate is sitting in your lap. I... I don't think... Menhemes will... I don't think he'll 
listen to you in saving me or more particularly leaving me the sword I don't think you understand that sword is yours Carmen I believe that deeply I don't plan to give Osef a choice right but I don't think you have the choice you think you do I don't think Osef is an unfair man but he's as invested in this history as I am we just don't see eye to eye I tell you what I'll come with you with the sword in hand and I'll let you use it for what you need to but when that's done I leave with the sword and I'll never come back I'm just not convinced I can go back to Otari I I think I think it left me behind a long time ago far longer ago than I am leaving it behind now just realize Gilda like leans he back takes, he takes a, a pull of of the drink in the cup Gilda leans and back on the log and looks up at the ceiling you know Carmen if Otari's not your home I know a man in the hills of Andorin who could use a blacksmith like you spent his whole life talking about the quality of your wares still wears the gilded armor you made for him back in the day and happy to send you off with a letter of recommendation not that I think you'd need it I am uh, familiar with what you're saying I think my next stop I think would would be Nadal they say uh, Vol my ancestor right they say she was perhaps royalty who ran away I don't expect anything's waiting for me but but I think I uh, maybe head back to what my roots might be Gilda just nods and finishes her cup um, she looks to Tulak because she definitely finds his terms acceptable What's Krakka up to? <laughs> I love Duncan. Duncan and, and Krakka are just like so I had to I have to prompt it because they're just so they're just so in the background and I just like my mind's reeling all the time. What's what the fuck is Krakka and or Duncan doing? <laughs> Krakka is <laughs> staring into the cup, not trusting him for a second. Just kind of mutters under his breath, like, yes, you. You leave when we are through with the sword and not a second sooner. <laughs> but essentially approves of the terms as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he nods yeah. and then just kind of like, yeah, he'll, he'll be right. cu- coming up the rear the whole time, though. A wise man once said. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Tulak nods to everyone then downs the rest of his glass and says then we haven't time to waste Carmen let's head back to Otari now rest and then straight to the gauntlet maybe 
we don't bring Carmen back to Otari. Considering, I take that yeah, back. He has like committed Shaker's a crime. Like, I, I can't go back to Otari. <laughs> I take I that we back. Just establish that. <laughs> he backhands. He just backhands Tulak. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> Were you even listening? Tulak pulls Are out the wand. Are you part of, of the Qu- same conversation or not? <laughs> Tulak pulls out the wand of quench and sprays him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh no okay there was so, a firefight <laughs> instead of all that he says well then perhaps we rest and head straight to the gauntlet right I don't know I'll be fine it's just him who's all fucked up <laughs> I can just keep lay on hands and, uh, every 10 minutes yeah what time is it but yeah you can still you it's like 11 p.m so you can totally get get a little bit in and and uh, still get a good a night's rest. He's trepidatious, but he takes another pull on the, the the cup you've given him, and he's like, you know, this here tastes awfully familiar. I had a bottle, a couple of bottles of this not long ago, and I've been saving one. And he gets up from the log, kind of not realizing you might all be kind of. You know what? What the fuck is he gonna do? And he just kind of stops himself and puts his hands out. Uh, well, one hand out, still holding the sword, and um, and he points and he walks over to a crate, cracks it open, and pulls out a bottle of whiskey and sits back down. So just just a touch, mind. It's valuable, and. Um, and he pours you all uh, a bit of a bit, and it tastes delicious. Perfectly aged. <laughs> uh, Gilda will will give him a lay on hands, and then collect the whip and uh, his light hammers, uh, and give him back his hammers while looking at Krucka, kind of for permission. Yep, he nods yeah. and uh, <laughs> will do it. Medicine check on himself. Treat wounds. Oh yeah. So how 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 bad is he looking? Not great. Carmen, oh, he's. Oh, oh, or Krucka. I sorry. mean, yeah. Thanks. I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, my my plan was to give Krucka the the compass overnight so he could heal up. Okay. Yeah. He's down like. Oh, so right. The three of us will just pass the yeah. compass around, but I I don't want to give it to Carmen. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Karma's a rough shape still, even after the, the potion. Okay, so that's 18 <laughs> more from lay on hands. To Carmen? Yeah. Okay. And then, Krucka, do you want to do the heal check, or do you want me to for treat wounds? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, what are you rolling? Nature for a DC 15, and it's 15, so don't bother with the age. Okay. Nice. So that's 2d8. I always wonder Ooh, if, for listeners, so if the healing five. part gets boring or not, but I'm always like, I'm always engaged on it. I'm like, Ooh, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2d8 gave me five HP back. Save. I'm <laughs> sure it was a lot more interesting shit. when physic was doing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I'll tell you, it was not helping my stress levels <laughs> for sure. Physics solution to everything was bleeding people. Yeah. Well, those leeches ain't going to, 
yeah. you know, make themselves worthwhile. Uh, are we <laughs> resting here for any given amount of time or just healing up? No, we're going to rest tonight. Yeah, I mean, you you have the facilities, if not wonderful facilities, to, to rest here, yeah. so Okay, so Krekka still needs 26 HP to get back to full. Okay, so after two locks at has full, the compass. yeah, we'll, we'll give you the compass, and then yeah, you swap around. Be- between eight hours, the three of us will all get healed up, so... Yeah, with the assumption that you just push through and, and heal Rajani up to full. Um, that would be. And point. I would need to treat wounds to get here. rid of my wounded condition. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At least one. Yeah, to see if it removes. Um, I did it. You are, you are removed. You're good. Yeah. By the end of it, you're getting ready to settle down. Uh, the fact that Lady Gilda has gone out of her way to, to really heal up Rajani. Um, he actually offers the, the bottle of whiskey to you. He says, I appreciate the trust. I know I've done a, a poor thing here. I also appreciate someone who appreciates a fine spirit. Not for the sake of simply getting inebriated, but just for the the artisanship. I want you to have this. Uh, she'll take it. And he hands you. And a fine spirit and you have, a... Carmen. But as for the bottle, I'd rather drink it with company. And she, she fills up his glass again. Okay. Gilda will fucking drink the whole bottle tonight. Together. Like, she'll, yeah. she'll fucking do it. <laughs> you, you, ever, you ever drink a silence together at the very least? But... Uh, as you're drinking it, you you sort of quickly realize that this is a very very nice whiskey, and if you hold on to it, uh, it's not worth much. It's worth about three gold. It's it's a, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not much, but like that's a lot for a whiskey. Yeah, you know, in 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 layman's terms. But she's terms. not gonna sell it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, no. he hands you, yeah. It, it's called it's called old law whiskey. It's like a, a designation that you that rings a bell with okay. you. Um, yeah, and it's delightful. It's so delightful. Not not something you expected to find here. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, she'll she'll keep pouring the glasses as long as people want them. She's she will be the last to go to bed because she's gonna keep trying to fill her glass, but she will not drink alone. <laughs> not not this good <laughs> stuff, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as Carmen goes beds down, um, the cork goes into the bottle, and she'll take the first watch. Okay. And you all have asleep, unperturbed, unmolested. And you make your way out of the cave in the morning in the direction of Otari. Leery eyed with a mild headache. Yep. <laughs> uh, in the direction of Otari with a, an anxious. Carmen Rajani, but you veer away from the town, head through probably the forest and a bit of marsh towards the gauntlet instead, and head down into the depths of the Abomination Vaults with someone you may or may not trust, holding an item that you absolutely need.
Stemming the Tide is an actual play podcast of the Adventure Path Abomination Vaults and is produced by the Uncharted North Network. Stemming the Tide uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Stemming the Tide is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Music is composed by Will Savino and artwork by Greyhood. Stemming the Tide is recorded remotely using Foundry Virtual Tabletop. If you wish to connect with us or support this project and projects to come, we can be found at unchartednorth.ca, patreon.com slash unchartednorth, and on all major social media platforms. Links to all credits can be found in the episode description and our website. Thanks for tuning in.